Well, for the second time this morning, we are going to hear now from Vaughn Palmer of the Vancouver Sun, although this time, Vaughn, no ghost stories, right? No ghost stories. I'm a little worried about our friend Mike Smith, though, you know, he has to work there in the basement of the legislature buildings. I know he's on in the daylight hours right now, but sometimes <laughs> his heartless employer makes him work early in we the morning do doing anymore. your show or late at night doing Adler, <laughs> and that place is haunted. You know, he's sitting down there all by himself in that old building, listening to That's the noises. True. It's the basement of all places. Like, what's it's a tiny little wh- room. Yeah, what's that whining sound off in the distance? Is it the opposition complaining about the election results? No, it's the wood splitters. Someone's fired it up. Run for your life. So many great stories about the about the legislature building. Uh, but let's talk about that pandemic update we got yesterday from Dr. Bonnie Henry. It was pretty different, right, for one thing. It was they held it in Fraser Health. Yeah, it, look, first of all, it's good to see Dr. Henry and Adrian Dix back together again because, you know, they did the briefings before the election. This is the first time they've been back on the platform together in six weeks. And, you know, the, the nice thing about having them both of them there is that Dr. Henry can ex- answer the public health questions and Dix can talk a little bit where there's a political issue or a funding issue. So it works. They work well together. I think one of the reasons that British Columbians feel that the pandemic was well handled here in B.C. is because of the the joint effort the two of them put into communicating. I was struck yesterday by one thing, Simeon. Mm -hmm. I know it's already been on the news, but I want to emphasize it. Um, When we try to communicate to the public the risks of COVID-19, you can talk about general, you can talk about statistics, but I find a really vivid anecdote really brings it home. Yeah. Man, was that a sobering one yesterday that Dr. Henry led off with. 80-year-old woman in Fraser Health goes to a family birthday party with only 10 people. Someone there doesn't know it. They're infected with COVID-19. Most of the people at the birthday party ended up infected. The octogenarian ends up in the hospital and she dies of COVID-19. It's a heartbreaker. It is. Look, you know, I I understand the privacy concern. You have to protect people's privacy. These things are tragedies for families. It's hard enough on them without, you know, putting them in the public spotlight. But I do find the personal stories really convey to people the enormous risks associated with COVID-19. As Dr. Henry says, it, it spreads this way. It doesn't spread like the flu where it goes all the way through the population. Right. It spreads indoor gatherings, celebrations. Tragically, it's often family and friends because you need to be in close contact, indoors, hugging and, and, and celebrating together, and you end up with a tragedy. And, you know, I think... One of the challenges we have going forward is finding enough ways to communicate this to people in a personal way, as I say, without violating the privacy, obviously, of a family tragedy. Yeah, that was. I think that really brings it home for a lot of people when they hear that story. And that's exactly what they're trying to avoid this weekend, too, right? Yeah, they are. They're, you know, and that's why they did it in Surrey. And, you know, Dr. Henry says uh, you've got... Uh, there's a bunch of reasons why it's an issue in Surrey. It has spread through social gatherings. You have uh, multi-generational families. Um, Many of those multi-generational families have a family member who works in long-term care. And, of course, if one of those people gets it, 
then it can get into the long-term care facility. So there's another reason. She praised highly faith leaders, and particularly in South Fraser region, for they do conference calls together mm-hmm. and then communicating because some of these cultural celebrations are related to religion or, or community events. So there's a lot of communicating to be done going forward. We, we're in the second wave. As I said, I think it's encouraging to see Dix and Dr. Henry back together again. Uh, you know, politically, I think one of the reasons, Simi, that we managed to get through the first wave in the spring was that all three parties in the legislature yes. were cooperating. They were doing town hall meetings together. I think it would be a good thing if we started that again. I can understand the opposition parties feel like they were suckered by the NDP and all that, and I, and I understand the feeling. But you know what? The election's over. It's time to move on. And it's in the public interest that everybody in B.C. and the political realm starts speaking uh, on the same message, the same time, and gets the message out, because clearly we are not on top of the second wave yet. Is there still a desire to do that? Like, I know there's some bitterness over the election and having the election and what happened with the opposition parties, do you think, still get involved in this? Well, you know, at the moment we're in this strange kind of caretaker situation, uh, waiting for the final results um, to be counted, the final ballots to be counted. The Premier took the week off, understandably, that he, he would be off. Carol James is still the the caretaker uh, for the government. But the fact that Dix was back there yesterday tells me that they're starting to go, okay, uh, it's, you know, it's he's... He's going to be health minister after, you know, we get the new government sworn in. You wouldn't move him at this point. So I think there's some outreach to be done. Um, As I said, I certainly understand the bitter feelings on the opposition side. But, you know, one of the things uh, you got to do is uh, it is in the public interest to move on. Uh, And I think, as I said, as much common communication. Those town hall meetings in the spring were very, very helpful. We only need to look south of the border, Simi, to see what can happen if your political leaders are at odds over how to manage the pandemic. One of the things that Andrew Wilkinson got right was, I'm not going to second-guess the management of the pandemic. I'm going to reinforce the orders of Dr. Henry. Yeah, I would like to see. I would like to see Norm Letnick and maybe Sonia First Snow back on yep. some of these briefings yep, as well. That would be great. Yeah. All right, Vaughn. Thank you. Bye, bye, Simi. Vaughn Palmer from the Vancouver Sun. There, we'll check in with him again on Monday, of course.